Well, good morning, Revive Church. It's wonderful to be with you all again today. Hope that everyone is doing really, really well. And uh, I'm going to get straight into the Word of God this morning. I got a little word for you uh, just to help you and to encourage you and to inspire you a little bit today. And I got quite a number of scriptures uh, to get through this morning. Uh, we're just going to look at them briefly. But I, I want to do again a little word study this morning where we're just going to take a word from the Bible and just going to trace it um, all the way through. And um, I want to start in 2 Kings chapter 7. Uh, we're not going to read the whole story because it's quite a lengthy passage. Uh, but it's a story of Aram. They're the bad guys. And they are coming to attack Samaria, which is the capital city of Israel, the northern kingdom at this time. And they, um, they surround Samaria. So they, they put Samaria in a siege situation. Um, and so no one is allowed in. No one is allowed out. And this is a really horrific situation that Israel finds itself in. They're literally surrounded on every side uh, by the enemy. And they begin to, to suffer economically, financially. Uh, they begin, food can't come in. Provision can't come in. It gets even so, so bad that, that they even start to eat their own children. It's just an horrific, horrific situation. And uh, just picture for a moment, you live in that city. And as you kind of open your windows or you go up on the, the castle ramparts, you are just everywhere you look, there's the enemy. You are surrounded by the enemy. And it's just that word surrounded that I just want to look at a little bit this morning. Um, have you ever found yourself in a situation where it feels like you are surrounded by the enemy? By that, I mean that, you know, we all have bad days, don't we? We all have problems and difficulties. But have you ever been in, in, in a place where it's like you are surrounded by the enemy? It's like there's no escape from all the, the bad negative stuff that's happening in your life, whether it be sickness, whether it be mental health problems or financial worries or problems at work or in your family. Sometimes we, we can find ourselves in those situations where it's like on every side, the stuff coming at us. On every side, the enemy is throwing everything and it seems like there is no escape. Now, I've not given you much good news so far, have I? But don't worry, it's going to get a lot better. Uh, this is a story, some of you may remember it, when there's four lepers and they're outside the camp and they decide, you know, let's just go over to the, to, to the enemy and let's just give ourselves up. And we might die, the enemy might kill us, but we're going to die anyway, so, so it's worth it. And, uh, and this is what happens. It says, at dusk, they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. And when they reached the edge of the camp, not a man was there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired uh, the Hittite and the Egyptian kings to attack us. So they get up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. It's an incredible story. Here's the enemy surrounding God's people. And then during the night, they hear a supernatural sound from heaven. And it causes them to panic and flee and run. Uh, and not only are the Israelites safe from their enemies, but the enemies leave a bunch of provision uh, behind as well. And they get, uh, they get to have a party that night. It's an incredible turnaround. 
But I, I was thinking about this and, uh, and God took my mind to a psalm, Psalm 32 verse 7. And this is what it says about God. It says, God, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and you will surround me with songs of deliverance. Uh, we sometimes uh, sing it in that chorus, don't we, about being surrounded. God surrounds us with songs of deliverance. And I love that promise and that idea uh, that, that we find there in the scriptures. That right now, over my life and over your life, God is singing a song. We might not be able to hear it in the natural, but right now in the spirit over my life and over your life, heaven is singing a song. Heaven is singing a love song. Heaven is singing a song of victory. Heaven is singing a song right now so that all of creation can hear, that's my son, that's my daughter, that belongs. That one belongs to me. I love this idea right now of a revived church. God is singing a song over us. Right now over, over Hull, over East Yorkshire, over our nation right now, God is singing a song of triumph. God is singing an anthem of victory and I wonder if what the enemy could hear was actually the sound of God singing over his people I wonder if somehow the enemy interpreted it as an army but I wonder if that army was actually all of heaven singing a song of deliverance over Israel over God's people and that song that sound caused the enemy to run and panic and I wonder right now if the enemy is trying to, to come in and attack us, the enemy is trying to come and surround us. I wonder right now if he can hear God declaring a song of victory, a song of triumph, a love song over me and you. And that song causes the enemy to back off. That causes that sound causes the enemy to run. That song enables us to, to claim the spoils of the enemy. It's an incredible thought, isn't it? And it's this idea of being surrounded, uh, being surrounded by God, really, that, that I want us to keep looking at for the next, next few minutes. You see, in the, in the previous chapter, in, um, in 2 Kings 6, it's another siege situation. And again, it's those pesky Arabians. They, they get everywhere, don't they? And this time they're surrounding a city again. Uh, but, but this time it's actually one man that they're after, Elisha. And I remember I used to love this story when I was a kid in Sunday school. It, it's a story, you remember, when Elisha's servant, he wakes up and he opens the curtains and he, he begins to look out. He's expecting just another ordinary day. And uh, what does he find? But the whole city has been surrounded by the enemy. And it says, when the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh, my Lord, what should we do? The servant asked. Great question. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. The, the servant must have kind of been scratching his head. I, I wonder if he went and looked and then looked again, kind of did, did a double take. Nope, Elisha, all I can see is the enemy surrounding us. All I can see is the, the enemy trying to get us. And Elisha said, no, look again. More are with us than are with them. And, and the servant must have thought, is the old guy losing it a little bit? 
But then it says, Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Wow, how incredible is that? The enemy thought that they had got Elisha surrounded, but actually God had got the enemy surrounded. There were angels, there was the hosts of heaven, the armies of God, angels of fire, horses and chariots of fire surrounding the enemy. Elisha was the safest man in the kingdom. There was nothing going to touch Elisha. There was nothing going to harm Elisha because he was surrounded by the hosts of heaven. Right now, I wonder, maybe in the natural all, all you can see is problems. All you can see is difficulty. All you can see is the enemy on every side. But friends, I want to encourage you. The hosts of heaven are surrounding you today. There are horses and chariots of fire that are encamped around the people of God. Nobody can touch you. Nobody can harm you. No sickness, death, disease. If, if it's going to get you get to you, it's got to go through the angels. It's got to go through the, the warriors of fire, the warriors of light, the warriors of glory that encamp around the people of God. How incredible is that? Um, let's go over into the New Testament for a minute. And, and Hebrews 11 is, the, is a chapter of faith. And again, we don't have time to read it all. It's a long chapter, but you've got here, by faith, Abel, by faith, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, um, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, um, the children of Israel, Rahab, um, Gideon, David, Barak, Samson, Samuel, the prophets, goes on and on and on. These great heroes of faith uh, that saw the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And then as we go into chapter 12, what does it say? Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Wow, so not only are you surrounded by the song of the Lord, not only are you surrounded by the angels, but you are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. Again, we, we can't see them in the natural, but right now you are surrounded by all these heroes of faith who are looking on from heaven right now, cheering you on, and they are reminding you right now of God's goodness and God's faithfulness and God's greatness. So right now, if you, are, you feel like you're, you're in front of a Red Sea and there's no way through, there's Moses right now saying, come on, God did it for me. He can do it for you. He's the God who can make a way where there seems to be no way. If you're faced with a, a Goliath in your life right now, there's David saying, come on, I, I, you're anointed just like I was to bring that giant down. If you're faced with a, an impossibility like Abraham and Sarah were when they were trying to conceive, again, there they are looking on from heaven, cheering you on, saying, come on, we're a testimony of God's faithfulness. We're a testimony that God can, can produce fruit out of a barren wood. We're a, we're a testimony that, that God is a God of the impossible and he, he will do what he said. So right now we're surrounded by this incredible cloud of witnesses. So you're surrounded by the song of heaven. You're surrounded by the cloud of witnesses. You're surrounded by the angels. 
Can we keep going a little bit more? I got, I got another one for you, and this is the greatest thing of all. You are surrounded by God himself. Come on, someone. We sometimes sing, don't we, that, that great song that we've been singing the past year, a couple of, couple of years. It may look as though I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And really that song is what I'm preaching about this morning, that when it looks like the enemy's got you cornered, when it looks like the enemy's got you surrounded, you are surrounded by God himself. This is what it says in, in Psalm 3. Uh, David is having a bit of a moan at the start of the psalm. Lord, I have so many enemies. Uh, it looks hopeless. God can't save him. Then he says this. Uh, this is Psalm 3 in the Passion Translation. In the depths of my heart, I truly know that you, Yahweh, have become my shield. You take me and you surround me with yourself. Your glory covers me continually. You lift high my head when I bow low in shame. I get what an incredible promise right there that you are surrounded by the presence of God. You are surrounded by the glory of God. I can think of no better encouragement to my faith right now to think, you know what? It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at me. I am surrounded by the presence of God. I am surrounded by the glory of God. Those that, that read the Passion Translation, you'll be familiar with a little phrase that, that it sometimes uses in the Psalms. It talks about God's wrap-around presence. And I love that, that God's presence wraps around, wraps around us. It uses the word shield there. You are shielded by the presence of God. You are surrounded by the presence and the glory of God. You are not alone, no matter what you're going through today. I know this may be a time when some of us feel alone or isolated. No, you are surrounded by the presence of God. And, and what's the, fr the fruit of that is peace. It goes on to say in verse, um, verse five, now I'll lie down and sleep like a baby. Then I'll awake in safety for you surround me with your glory. It says that when you know you're surrounded with the glory of God, you can lie down at night and sleep and you can sleep like a baby. And you know that's a metaphor, not literal, because anyone who's had a baby, you know that they don't always sleep that well. Uh, but you know the metaphor. It means you just lie down, your, lie your head down at night, and you just sleep safely, soundly, secure. Uh, maybe some of you, you need to hear that literally right now. Maybe some of you do struggle to sleep at night. Well, you can take that promise. God, tonight, I'm going to sleep like a baby, because I'm, I'm laying my head on that pillow, knowing I'm surrounded by the presence and the glory and the goodness of God. Um, Isaiah 26, again in the Passion, it says, perfect, absolute peace surrounds those whose imaginations are consumed with you. They confidently trust in you. Isaiah 32, verse 18 in the Amplified says, Then my people will live in peaceful surroundings and in secure dwellings, in undisturbed resting places. Again, I love this idea. I am surrounded by peace. He's a prince of peace and he surrounds me. So therefore, I am surrounded by peace. Uh, you, you picture right now, your life is in almost like in a bubble of peace. 
Your home is in a bubble of peace. Your family is in a bubble of peace and nothing can penetrate that bubble. It's undisturbed peace. No fear, no worry, no anxiety can get through that bubble of peace. Oh, they'll try to, but they won't succeed because I'm surrounded by peace. I can have peace even in the midst of the storm. No, I'm, I'm surrounded by the peace of God. Um, and what's the key there? It says, those who, whose imaginations are on you. So get your mind on God. That's what I'm trying to do through the word this morning. Just get our eyes on God's goodness and, and faithfulness towards us. Um, it says here in, in Psalm 140, Oh Lord, you are my God and my saving strength, my hero God. You wrap yourself around me to protect me. I'm surrounded by your presence in my day of battle. Lord Yahweh, hear my cry. May my voice move your heart to show me mercy. Again, I love this idea. God is surrounding me by his presence. And it says that in the day of my battle. If you ever felt that you were in the day of your battle, you were fighting for your marriage. You were fighting for your kids. You were fighting to, to pay those bills and put food on the table. You were fighting for, for your health. You, you were fighting just to get out of bed and make it another day. Right now, if you feel like you're in your day of battle, be encouraged. You are surrounded by God the warrior. You are surrounded by God, the victor. You are surrounded by God, the champion, the one who has all power, the one who has all authority, the one who is the name above all names, the one whose name causes the demons to tremble, the one who in his presence, the mountains melt like wax. At his name, sickness disappears. In his presence, the dead are raised. The God of creation, the God of the impossible, the God who fights for you, that God surrounds you even in the day of battle. He doesn't just surround us when we're in church on a Sunday morning and everything's good and the sun's shining and the birds are singing and, and we can feel the presence of God. It's all wonderful. Not even in the midst of a battle, even in the midst of the enemy raging war on every side of you, God is surrounding you. The victorious, almighty, or powerful, conquering God surrounds you. Hallelujah. Uh, 2 Samuel 22, this is in the Amplified. It says, you again, talking about the battle, you have surrounded me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who stand against me. You are surrounded with strength, it says there. He is your strength. So sometimes in the battle, you may feel weak, but you're surrounded by one who is strong. No enemy can touch you or harm you. You can be strong, bold, brave, courageous, because you are surrounded by strength. God is so good. Let's just look at a, a couple more this morning and then we're through. Uh, Psalm 125. Um, I love this. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. 
Oh, I love that image. I love mountains. I've never, I've never seen the mountains of Jerusalem. I think, I think probably Wales is probably the place I've been with the most mountains. But I just love looking up at the mountains and just thinking, wow. Those ancient mountains, uh, you know, I'm going to come and go. My children are going to come and go. But those mountains have been there for generations. They've endured pandemics. They've endured wars. They've endured economic crises. Governments have come and gone. Royalties come and gone. But those mountains have been there through it all. Just a, a testimony of, of stability and faithfulness and consistency. It says there, just like the mountains surround Jerusalem, that's like God surrounding his people. The ancient of days, always there in every circumstance. There's no shadow of turning with him. He's always there, always good, always faithful. Just like the mountains surround Jerusalem, so God surrounds you forevermore. Hallelujah. Uh, let's look at uh, one verse in the New Testament. Uh, Romans 15 verse 13 in the Passion Translation. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy, perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life. While wow, you are surrounded by the power of the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that anointed Jesus, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same Holy Spirit that anointed the apostles, that same Holy Spirit surrounds you. And it says because of that, your life can be uh, filled with superabundance. I love that. Until you radiate with hope. Wow, I'm surrounded with superabundance. I love that. Uh, with favor, with blessing, with goodness, with provision. God is so good. Wherever you go today, you can go, I'm surrounded by the Holy Spirit. I'm surrounded by God's superabundance. I got one more scripture and then we're going to pray. But let's just do a quick recap this morning as we, as we wrap up. You are surrounded right now by the song of the Lord. You're surrounded by angel armies. You are surrounded by the heroes of faith, the great cloud of witnesses. You are surrounded by the presence and glory of God. You are surrounded by peace. You are surrounded by strength. You are surrounded by God the warrior. You are surrounded um, like the, God is surrounding you uh, like the mountains surround Jerusalem. And you're surrounded with the Holy Spirit. Wow, are you encouraged? Are you blessed today? Final scripture, and then we're going to pray. Psalm 5, verse 12. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Surely, Lord, you bless a righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. What an incredible testimony. What an incredible promise. I'm surrounded by favor. Favour isn't just something that kind of drops out of the sky now and again. No, I am surrounded with favour. 
you can have that same assurance, that same confidence, that same promise today. I'm surrounded with favour. Come on, you say that right now where you are. You just declare that out loud. Let that be your confession right now. I'm surrounded with the favour of God. My family's surrounded with the favour of God. My finances, my health, it's surrounded by the favour of God. And it says that that favour acts like a shield. Your greatest protection is God's favour. The enemy can't touch those anointed and favoured by God and that anointing and favour surrounds your life today. Friends, isn't God so, so good? Maybe you're watching this today and you don't know Jesus. I want to tell you right now that the moment you give your life to Jesus, God who, who right now may seem far away suddenly comes so close. In fact, he surrounds you with his love. He surrounds you with his kindness. Uh, and you can experience that love and that kindness right now. All you need to do is just pray. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry for living a life without you. I'm sorry for living a life independent of you. Jesus, thank you for dying for me, for, for, for shedding your blood on the cross. I believe you rose again. Now come into my life. Surround me like a father. Surround me like a friend. In Jesus' name. I guess for many of us watching this right now, you know the Lord. But I, I want to, I'm conscious right now that there may be people watching this and you feel right now you're surrounded by the enemy. Right now you feel like you're in that day of battle. I want to encourage you today. You sur God wants to come and wrap his presence around you. He wants to surround you with his favour as a shield. Right now, why don't you just invite the presence of God into your life again right now. Say, God, come surround me, watch over me, overwhelm me with your goodness and your glory in the wonderful, wonderful name of Jesus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray over you right now, a prayer of blessing, and then we're, we're finished this morning. And uh, I actually, rather than kind of making a prayer up, I wanna read to you a prayer from the Bible. It's one that, that we're familiar with. It's, it's the blessing uh, from number six. Uh, but I want to read this to you out of the Amplified Version. And this, uh, I want to read this as a prayer over you and your loved ones today. The Lord bless you and keep you, protect you, sustain you and guard you. The Lord make his face shine upon you with favour and be gracious to you, surrounding you with loving kindness. There's that word again. The Lord be gracious to you by surrounding you with loving kindness. The Lord lift up his countenance, his face upon you with divine approval and give you peace, a tranquil heart and life. And so Aaron and his son shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Lord, right now we put your name, the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name on your people right now. Let your name surround us in our coming and our going. Be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.